We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 275. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And this is the Throes of Summer. We're going to talk about that. Haven't we had that name before? I don't know, maybe. Seems like it. I, I may use the W. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and next I'll use an O U G H or something. There you you know? <laughs> Well, this is 275, Throws of Summer. I gotcha. But I don't know. Who knows? Uh, we've done so many of these. I love this. Um, we're back. The Last week, we took last week off, the July 4th. What'd you do? Worked. Oh, you worked on the 4th? I worked. Oh, geez. Of course. It's 4th of July. But you were off before that, though, right? You had a few days off I also that. worked the 3rd, I think. Yeah. Uh, we were busier on the 3rd than we were on the 4th by double the amount of people. Wow. Yeah. Because I guess everybody, you know, goes to the lake and does their own 4th of July stuff on the 4th. So they were here. It was a Monday. They made it an extended weekend. The 3rd was on a Monday. So uh-huh. they headed out and it was busy, which is good. But uh, wow. yeah, the 4th went kind of down. But I mean, it was still okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're right. Everybody's like wanting to go. I mean, I did. I had a show. The, the Hughes yeah, had a show right. that I subbed for. At 3 o'clock, that's an odd show. We did our first half, and then we did a Revibe's first half, and then we did like an abbreviated ending. And then, Oh, it was like a special fourth show? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, because they made a mistake before, and they said it's a special 5 o'clock show or 6 o'clock, and then it went late, and everybody missed the fireworks, and oh, everybody got oops. upset. <laughs> so, you know. They, they they figured it out. There you go. <laughs> yeah, so I got home at 5.30, uh, made some homemade ice cream. Oh, I need to make some of that. Because oh. I, got, I got homegrown blackberries that are just abundant right now. Ooh, nice. And they're good. But I need some homemade ice cream to go with them. Well, we made I, I, it. was so funny. My I asked my mom because she had a recipe from way back. And she said, do you want the fattening version or the really fattening version? And I said, <laughs> nice. of course, the really fattening version. So Gary and I made that and set out and watched the fireworks. Uh, oh, interesting. I did not set – I did a sparkler, but I did not set off any fireworks. Do you know why? Uh, because we're in a drought? No, well, nobody else thought that. Oh, yeah, your... No, we were sitting at the end of the of the driveway, and there were thunderstorms going on to the, our northeast and our our east. Oh, yeah, and all of a sudden, we're sitting there, and the the wind started coming up, oh, and yeah. it got up faster, and it was like at least twenty miles an hour. We were sitting there going, that had "Holy to be an cow. OB, right? Is an OB? The temperature dropped like yeah. ten degrees. It was beautiful, but I, I was I wasn't going to sit off any fireworks in a twenty right. mile an hour wind. No. No. Everybody else did. So <laughs> we did our fireworks this past uh Sunday. We went ahead and went to Oklahoma since I worked on the on the fourth and I think Garen did too and I had a sick kid so nobody did anything on the fourth. So Aww. we we had our fourth uh this past a couple of days ago we went to Miami and celebrated. We nice. course, we can do whatever we want. We there's fireworks stands in Joplin that are open every day of the year, basically. Oh. Uh so we went and stopped by there and Stocked up on the fireworks and headed on into onto the my wife's parents' farm and shot away and did all kinds of fun fun things made s'mores on the oh nice campfire had a good time did you get like the big honking fireworks is the the boomers and I don't spend too much money on fireworks <laughs> I don't either I got um, my kids were happy it's basically burning money right oh yeah yeah so yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's fun. I got a package I, I of sparklers. Go <laughs> I don't go. I mean, we got the sparklers. Get bottle rockets because you can't buy bottle rockets there. They're illegal. So I really? smuggle them into the state oh from gosh. Missouri. So nobody heard that. Nobody no. heard that. Yeah, okay. 
Wow. They're illegal in Oklahoma, bottle rockets. You can't buy them. So. I wonder why. Could be something about being dangerous or something. How about, about maybe, how about Roman candles? Yeah, you can buy those. That's so strange. You can't buy bottle rockets. Yeah. Oh, well. But it, was it hot there? I mean, it was, it was, it wasn't too bad on Sunday. I mean, it was tolerable sitting outside for a while. I mean, it was yeah. hot, but it's, you know what? It's what? July. It is July. But it's hot in July. I have a beef I want to talk about. Oh. Last week, well, the week of the 4th. Was that last week? Or right before that? You and I yeah. were talking. And right before the 4th, the Weather Prediction Center, which we call the WPC, was yeah. advertising a huge amount of rain. Three, four inches, was it? Yes. For several days. Yes. And the National that was Weather Service. a wide area, too. Yeah. National Weather Service was saying, you know, showers and thunderstorms likely 60%. And we kept waiting. I don't think I got a drop out of that whole deal. Have you checked our weather station upstairs? Goose egg. Nothing. Zero. Wow. I got zero. And wow. other, other people are like, where's this rain? It's like, I don't know. So. I, it, I've seen it happen many a times, especially in July. It's hard to predict. Well, you were the talking models, about July. The models don't lock in on it as well as, you know, a spring rain or even in the fall. Yeah. Air's dry. There's so many things, so many variables that models don't lock in on. I don't know, it's just, but I just don't understand why got nothing. that was such a bust. I that was just it was a bust unless you lived in downtown Springfield on Friday night. Oh my night gosh, that's right. When they got five point zero five inches in less than two hours, that's cars crazy. Were, cars were underwater. Oh my god! One one of Gary's cohorts at his work works part time at Lowe's. Yeah, the part stuff was floating away. They said. They said that it actually got in the Lowe's store flooding. It flooded. That's crazy. And that's just a little area. I had dinner that night with Shara at the uh, Ozark Mill in uh, Ozark at the Finley Farms. Oh, yeah. The storm, you could see it and the lightning, and you could tell it was raining just a few miles away. We didn't get a drop in Ozark either. Wow. It made for a good sunset. That picture you took was yeah, incredible. Was awesome. awesome. And, it, and if you don't know what we're talking about, go to our go to our photos on our Facebook page, Storm Dry Weather, and uh, it's up there. Absolutely beautiful. And we saw, I was playing disc golf because no rain, hello. Right. And then uh, we saw it. We, we were just watching it, and my buddy Phil was like, yeah, let's take a picture of it. I said, wait. So I called up Radar. And oh, I that held, was kind of neat. Yeah, I held the red. I wondered like, how you, what had, you had to have two phones for that to work. Yeah. <laughs> we should do that more often. I like it. Well, as long as I'm Phil's with me, somebody, Gary or somebody. Take, take your me. iPad outside. <laughs> That's what I should Clouds. do. <laughs> That's what I should do. Yeah. The, the thing is, these type of thunderstorms don't really move. They're, they're, they're t- kind of typical poppers. They pop up. They rain themselves out. They don't have a steering mechanism. And that's exactly no. what happened. It seems like that happens all the time in Springfield. I know. What is it about Springfield? I've been in Springfield in a flash flood before. It's always that one area that really floods where cars are going to get... St- it's right under a, a railroad uh, truss. or a, uh, It's like an underpass for, and a railroad goes over it. Fremont Street, maybe? I don't know. Some street. On the south side? I don't know. Yeah, Pop- okay. I don't know if it's the south side. Oh, I wonder if it's Jordan Valley Park. I bet you that's it's it. It's closer by... And Justin... Hass, our buddy, he always yeah. taking pictures of the car submerged under oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. bridge. So, I mean... Yeah. Eh. I, I, here's the freaky thing. My mother, who lives just north of the city limits of Springfield, nothing. Really? Nothing. Not a drop. And and I saw it. And so that, that actually thing, went severe that day. Twice. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. Twi- I, I mean, I caught it the first time because I, I texted you and went, uh, yeah, severe, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then later, I didn't even catch the second one. You caught it. All right. And yeah, it, it cycled down, cycled back up. But I looked on it. It's just the edge of it was just sa- south of I-44. And mom lives north of I forty four. She goes, oh. it's she says it's dark and it's thundering really hard. It's like nothing. Right. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Well, I think uh, uh, we're going to hopefully get something later. I'm not ready for your model minute yet, but I want to talk about something else. We've had 
at average, I'd say, I'm just going to say around average temperatures last week. It actually was quite nice. Uh, oh, yeah, it was. 7 o'clock at night, it's great to get outside. Some of those nights was too uh, breezy and cool to even swim, which is odd. Yeah, yeah. But that's going to change. We went under a, or are going to go under a heat advisory tomorrow. Okay, you thought today was was bad? <laughs> a warm front lifted through, or is lifting through right now, and it's bringing a ton of moisture. And those winds, we're going to, we're, we're on the east side of the high. Now we're going to be on kind of the north side of the high where that southwesterly wind's going to kick in. All right. We have the potential in Branson for a heat index of 110 to 115 degrees tomorrow, Wednesday, July 12th. They said at the weather service, they said it's going to be flirting with excessive heat. Uh, but yeah, I think there's a little different criteria for that. Uh, and then uh, that, and our air temperature is going to be around 100. And Thursday, everything's going to switch. We're going to get back into northwest flow. And then the temperature is going to be come down to the low 90s, I think. That's what the forecast is. I want yeah, to see what the latest then it is goes here. back up a little bit later. Uh, yeah, so it so there's there's stuff going on. So today, I mean, it, in the afternoon, our weather station said what eighty eight. Yeah, it's not too bad out there. Is but, that all it got to today? Well, I'm not sure. And was it warmer to the north? Because you know, I don't know. Are you going to uh, well, check? I saw check? something here earlier today. I'm going to see if I can find it. I was going to bring it up a little later, but now's a good time. Let me. Uh, okay. Get off the Stormdar page here and see if I saved I'm it. I'm going to go to our ambient page, see what the height was. Yeah, see what the heat index got up to today, if you can. Actually, I'm doing it on my computer. Yeah. Quite a professional weathercaster. Well, we want to bring you the latest, you know, so that's why we're doing this. <laughs> so, the heat. Today's Tuesday, right? Today is Tuesday. Okay. It, it's convenience store day. Do you 7-11. know where Doolittle is? It's up near Rolla. Yes. On I-44. Well, today, the summer heat caused part of Interstate 44 to buckle. I did not know that. This just happened today. Uh, westbound traffic is uh, was reduced to one lane near the 176-mile marker between Doolittle, between the Doolittle and Sugar Tree exits just yeah, west, yeah. west of Rolla. Uh-huh. Uh, the, Dool, the Doolittle... Rural Fire Protection District, that's a mouthful, <laughs> said the interstate sustained what it calls a major blow-up. So it wow. buckled up. Like, you know, okay. But what was the temperature? That's what I want to okay. know. Well, I, t- I can tell you here. What I got, did Raleigh I c- get up to today? Oh, I don't know. I have to check that. But I, I have our weather station up. The high today, 88.7. Well, that's nothing. That's, that's, that's nothing. below normal. Right. It happened at 3.59 p.m. The heat index got up to 94.2. Now, that's all going to change tomorrow, but that's today. Now, Rolla, I... I uh, hang on. Well, you keep talking. I'll go, I'll go get Rolla. Well, this caused several crashed vehicles on I-44 today wow. near Rolla. Uh, they explained that a blow-up occurs when the roadway surface expands at a crack or joint where moisture has seeped in. Ooh. The crack weakens the pavement, and the heat causes the pavement to buckle and warp. Makes now, sense. A fire district says that they don't believe there were any serious injuries from the crashes, but uh, I, we've had warmer days than today, right? Oh, gosh, yes. Yeah. And, and that's actually... Where the drier air is up there, their high today. Right. Uh, end up, I'm looking at the the ASOS is not was uh, 92, which isn't that's that bad. Not that warm. No, and that's Vichy Rolla uh, National Airport. Huh. This happened this afternoon. Yeah. Wow. Now that is something. Yeah. Uh, because I hear of things buckling, like Death Valley. Yeah. Is under an, an excessive heat. Warning, uh, their high now is in the 111, and then by the end of the week, they're going to be 128. <sighs> 128. But I looked That's at their, their relative humidity. Take a wild shot what their relative humidity oh, was. Zero? No, six percent. Oh well, yeah, that's zero basically. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Feels like Can you 90. imagine six percent humidity here? I mean, that would be like 
spring. No, I mean, not even That'd spring. be great. That'd be like, well, I guess it's kind of like that way in Vegas. I mean, it's not that dry. But right. It's dry, a dry heat. Yeah, no, yeah, that's what they say. But if you talk to people, they say, mm, it's still heat, though. But it's not oppressive, like the humidity here. Exactly. Exactly. And, yeah. and, you know, we think we have it bad. All we need to go down to Mississippi and Louisiana. Oh, I know. I mean, I know. We we can't complain. Yeah, no. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, uh, okay. Uh, let's see. All right. I think that's all I got to talk about. Are you ready for your, your segment? Uh, ready as I'll ever be. Okay. Let's get to that. Model Minute. Model Minute. What do they say? It's the Model Minute. Yeah. You got a lot to talk about. Do I? I think so. Because these models have been so on here lately, haven't they? <laughs> Yeah, on. I this, could probably just pull up the Sports Illustrated swimsuit models, and they probably know more than these models. You know, no. so you're not wrong. Uh, well, gosh. Well, wh- wh- where do you want to start this? Well, the, the, okay. The first thing is we're under a slight risk for severe weather we are. tomorrow. So uh, it's kind of a new. The noon update came out with slight risk. So what are you seeing? Storm-ish? Well, I'm seeing Central Missouri storms popping up. Well, north north central Missouri, maybe even the Kansas City area at three uh, Z minus five. What's that? Three Z. That's ten p.m. Ten p.m. Mm-hmm. tomorrow night. Okay, it's way up north. Nowhere it's near way, that's us. Tomorrow. Okay. No way. Is that three Z Thursday? Yeah. Okay. So that's ten. Yeah, ten p.m. Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it kind of meanders on down here. By, hold on. I just missed it. Uh-oh. You need to bring your iPad next time. <laughs> by uh, 12Z. So 6 a.m. 7. 7 a.m. Yep. So that's basically Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, that's Thursday morning. But it's just kind of skimming our area. It's going to the north and to the east. And whether Branson gets it or not just depends on where it's the, the trajectory. I mean, it's basically just skimming Branson. Yeah, then why are we in slight? And it goes all the way to northeast Oklahoma, southeast Kansas. Does it go to northeast Oklahoma? Yeah, I, the new one did. I got nothing in northeast Oklahoma on, See, the, on the GFS. That that is crazy. Well, you remember now? Remember last week too? In this big bus, they were in a slight. I and do it's all have sudden. something going through Branson, but it's it's just so spotty. You know, maybe five a.m. Thursday morning. We're still, crazy. Under a mon- we're still under a uh, marginal risk on Thursday. We go slight and then okay. for Wednesday, marginal for Thursday. So, but I don't think, you know, when you look at these days, I mean, sometimes we're slight on Wednesday when it's actually going to happen on Thursday here because it's after midnight. You know? Yeah, see, I don't, I don't get that. I don't, I don't either. That. Okay, now here's the other thing why they might be putting us in a slight. This, once we get on, like later tonight, once we get on the northern perimeter of this uh, high pressure system, a slug of moisture is coming in. Plus, that's accompanied with all this hot air. So we're going to have air temperatures of 100 with humidities out the wazoo. So the surface and mean level energy is going to be incredible well, tomorrow. You could get a few good rainers out of this, depending on where you're at. That it, but yes. there's no way of predicting where that's going to be. Exactly. It could ha- have another five inches like Springfield somewhere. And then nobody else gets anything. Exactly. Which, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but at least there was some percentages, you know. Right. And and we talked right beforehand. Did, didn't you say that now... They've got uh, what is it? Nothing percentage. Well, yeah, nothing tomorrow? on during the day, but at night after one a.m., forty percent, which is basically what the models are. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's actually exactly what you're saying. Mainly after one. Well, okay. Well, the new uh, SPC day one comes out. F is it one a.m.? I think it's one a.m. now. Yeah, somewhere around. There. So we're gonna have to see what they're saying. Another batch of activity. To our north, north of I forty four, and this happens on three o'clock or three Z on the fifteenth. So, so ten p.m. on the fourteenth. Ten p.m. on the fourteenth. Mm-hmm. When is the fourteenth? It's Friday night. Okay. Oh, now the grid reflects that. They're talking fifty percent. I haven't seen the grid. Yeah, it, it uh, looks like more of a chance. Kind of looks like yes. it dies out as it goes down to the south. Okay. Uh, 
Then maybe spotty showers. I can't tell if it's a daily basis thing, kind of pop up. I think it is at later least through on. Sunday. Is it, what the grid says is through Sunday. It's just you know bits and you know pop ups here and there. Nothing yeah. super organized, but at least there's something painted on this model to where it looks like we could get precipitation. Okay. Meaning more scattered. You're not seeing any fronts. You're seeing I don't just know if it's stuff. just teasing me or what. <laughs> yeah, I don't see any fronts oh. or anything like that. But at least there's something on there. Where we're so dry. We are very, very. The, the dry. grass isn't supposed to crunch when you walk on it. No, no, it's not. We're going to get into the drought a lot later. Matter of fact, our weather school's about drought. So, oh, cool. So that's that's good. So okay. So uh, how about thermals? Well, and I remember a couple of weeks ago. When we, or the last time you were here, you you were talking about mid July being just in the almost the whites. So I don't know about the thermals because a uh, a truck had popped up and I can't get out of it. So uh, a, a what <laughs> Ford trucks? Oh well, yeah. And now and now it doesn't want to cooperate. It's just a black screen. Well. What in the world is going on? Well, I don't like Ford trucks then because they're messing up our podcast. <laughs> how are we supposed to know how hot we're going to get? It is going to get hot. Yeah. I mean, I mean, at least the next day or two. I mean, the, the heat advisor only is for tomorrow. I don't know if they're going to hoist it again. I mean, if I don't we, think so. Yeah. If we get any type of precipitation or more clouds, I mean, yeah, they probably won't. So at this point, we don't have any more heat advisories going on. Um, no, let me see here. I'm about to get it up. Okay. Uh, might get to 100 tomorrow. The heat index is going to be... Yeah, what's, heat what's index is insane. But then with those chances of rain, it brings it, you know, by Thursday, it really brings that temperature down all the way to 98. So Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Of course, our, our lows are... 72 degrees yeah you know. see that's that's how you know that there's moisture in the air we do have a little bit of a break i mean it's still hot mm-hmm. because it's over 92 so they say it's hot <laughs> 94 degrees on friday with that 50 percent chance of rain 92 saturday a little lower 91 sunday which is probably below average right 93 no, ni- ni- 90 90 is the average yeah that's as high yeah. as we get what was i seeing the other day maybe it was tulsa Somewhere local ish, yeah. their their average is ninety three. Right, well, that would make sense. Monday is ninety three. Tuesday's back up to ninety seven, and who knows what's going to happen after that? Uh, yeah. Well, and like you said, we are in the throes of summer, so it's July. That's, what it says. that's when it happened. Uh, speaking of normal highs, I did that. Uh, the normal high for today. <laughs> you ready for this? Eighty nine. That's the normal high for today. Which we were basically there, and the normal low is 69. Now, 69 is going to be the normal low for at least, like, five weeks. So uh, we we hit the normal high of 90 on the 13th. Now, that's day after tomorrow. And we stay at the normal high of 90 all the way through the 16th. So the 17th of August, the normal high will fall back to 89. Okay. Which cool. is weird. They need to re up that. I mean, if, if the earth is getting hotter, then they need to re reevaluate I, all those. Which it is. It, it is. You know. So anything else on your model Bennett over uh, there? not really. I mean, maybe some rain. Maybe not. Probably <laughs> yeah. not. But maybe. <laughs> like thirty percent. That's how they need to forecast the weather. Probably not gonna rain, but maybe. Okay. That's not saying rain likely. Right. It's probably not going to rain, but might. <laughs> it might. You're not it's wrong. Pretty, I mean, that's about as accurate as you're going to get, especially now. I mean, it probably won't rain, but it might. Unless you live in South Springfield, then it, is, it will yeah. rain. Well, apparently. I don't know. All right. Well, let's get to the next segment. Tropical. 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 It's tropical. Well, we got eh, we got an orange X out there in the Atlantic. There was an, a yellow X early. Uh, it's changed to orange now. Uh, the text says, disorganized area of low pressure with thunderstorms rotating around the southern periphery of this low pressure. Uh, it says, more than 500 miles east-northeast of Bermuda. 
And they say in seven days, there's a 50% chance it may become That's way out there. Kind of in the wrong area. Uh, Yeah. The the complete text said, yeah, it's going to kind of meander and go west, but then it's going to go north. And when it goes north, it's going to fall into cooler water. So that's why they just said 50%. I don't think they know what's going on. And that's all in the Atlantic. But we Hmm. have TD3, Tropical Depression 3E, out in the Pacific. Maximum sustained winds of 35, which is below tropical storm. Uh, It's right now moving west-northwest at 21. They're forecasting it to be a hurricane by midnight, Thursday night, through Sunday, and then kind of, you know, head west to west-northwest and just kind of collapse after Sunday. Uh, It's moving right over that, you know, El Nino warm water stuff. So I I think, well, there's, eh, we'll talk about that later. Anyway, that's all we got going on. In, in the tropics, do you have anything on the hurricaneage? Yeah, I mean, Colorado State University, you know, they're the hurricane experts. Uh, of course. I think that's their motto. That's what you get on your diploma there. <laughs> but uh, they were, uh, they put out a for- hurricane forecast on June 1st. That wasn't that long ago, June 1st. Right. Uh, 15 named storms, which is slightly below average. But... Now, two days ago, they come out with a new forecast. Uh-huh. Yeah. And this new forecast says now we're going to up that a little bit to 18 name storms, which actually puts us in a higher, above-average hurricane season. Those three more name storms goes from below normal to above normal, apparently. So now we're expecting 18 storms. Named storms, nine hurricanes, four of which could become major hurricanes of a Category 3 or higher. Four. Okay, that surprises me. It A little bit, being in an El Nino year, right? Right. Researchers say there's more uncertainty than usual due to conflicting signals between warmer-than-normal waters and the in the Atlantic, which we've been noticing, mm-hmm. and a robust El Nino expected for the peak of hurricane season. The height of the season is right around the corner, but uh, they're saying don't panic or anything because, you know, it's just oh, a forecast. Yeah. I was getting, yeah, my, yeah, I was sweating there. Yeah, I was too. It's about ready to panic. Yeah. Of course, peak hurricane season's like end of August to the first few weeks of well, middle yeah, of uh, September, somewhere around basically, there. Basically, yeah. Uh, so we got that, that water's got some time to, uh, percolate. Nice word. It's gonna, right. yeah. There. Okay. Percolate. Yeah. That's kind of what, you know, kind of like these pop-up storms. Right. Right. So, uh, <laughs> that doesn't mention any Saharan dust. Of course, you know, that's just, it comes and goes. Usually, it, it does. Usually it's a little earlier on than, you know peak hurricane season it's usually right around now which i think there is some so. uh, i think i think there is we can talk a little bit Go about ahead. that sahara uh, dust headed for florida uh, yeah yeah I run just, <laughs> no don't panic don't panic yeah don't panic <laughs> but you can get dust in your eyes it's no fun i, I know well you don't get visine <laughs> get saying get me some alt, sustained ultra out there yeah now what what i've heard is it is on its way they're tracking it's not major but they are tracking it headed towards florida it could kind of come up, you know, in the Gulf and up this way, but we're just going to have to see. I remember that one year, it was so bad, it it killed all the hurricanes. It, for a while. Yeah. And then you got some incredible sunsets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so maybe that. that... I mean, it's east now. I so. noticed another sunset tonight, no clouds or anything, but it was very orange again tonight. It's... Reflecting on some sort of particles, I don't know if they're smoke or... I'm uh, guessing smoke. I don't know what it is, but it it is orange. So there's a very orange tint to it lately. Uh, Oh, did you do another picture tonight? No. Oh, did I was on the way driving over here just now. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, man. We'll see what happens with these storms. We've already had three named storms, which... Oh, that's what, right. Which Cindy was the C, and mm-hmm. it came before the average C storm comes. So, right. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, I don't see anything off of Cape Verde. That's kind of that's the Goldilocks yeah, zone right it's there. Early for that. Yeah. I mean, they're popping usually up. these early storms pop up in the Gulf or or close to the uh, eastern seaboard or the 
the Caribbean and kind of come up that way. You know, those those bigger storms, those Katrina storms, start start way over there off of Africa. You know, yeah, and usually a little further south, so they've got a little bit better, right? Because what was the the other one? B, uh, the B, uh, Bert, Brett. Brett, yeah, Arlene, Brett, and Cindy. Yeah, because Brett, he he became a hurricane, and then, but it didn't, he couldn't hang on. That's the thing. It's right. like, eh. and then yeah, it went way south between Venezuela and Puerto Rico. I saw oh. that, and then just bam, collapsed. So it must have got into some upper winds or something weird. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but we desperately, desperately need the rain here. The three to four inches would have been nice. Uh-huh. Uh, but right now, it's uh, we, we are in a drought, which we're going to talk more about that later. But a lot of people ask me, what exactly is a drought? You know, I mean, it's just dry. But what makes it a do drought? Do they, like, send you a text or something and say, what is a drought, Rando? Yeah, they do. All the and time. I'm like, I'm like, well, you know, you need to pay attention to the <laughs> podcast this time because our weather school is all about drought. And that explains... Go. The ramifications of drought and how it cycles on itself and just everything. So let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. The grass is getting so dry and I really need to water the yard. But the city has put us under a watering ban. A drought is defined as a moisture deficit bad enough to have a social, environmental, or economic effect. A drought is a period of below-average precipitation in a given region, resulting in prolonged shortages in the water supply, whether atmospheric, surface water, or groundwater. A drought can last for months or years, and can be declared after as little as 15 days it can have a substantial impact on the ecosystem and agriculture of the affected region and harm to the local economy. Many plant species, like cactus, have drought tolerance adaptations like reduced leaf area and waxy cuticles to enhance their ability to tolerate drought. Some other species survive dry periods as buried seeds. Semi-permanent drought produces arid biomes such as deserts and grasslands. Prolonged droughts have caused mass migrations and humanitarian crises. Most arid ecosystems have inherently low productivity. The most prolonged drought in the world in recorded history occurred in the Atacama Desert in Chile. That drought has lasted over 400 years. There are many different causes of droughts. Precipitation deficiency, a typical dry season, an El Nino, erosion in human activities, and climate changes. Droughts occur primarily in areas where normal levels of rainfall are, in themselves, low. If these factors do not support precipitation volumes sufficiently to reach the surface over a sufficient time, the result is a drought. There are three types of drought. One, meteorological, which is brought on when there is a prolonged time with less than average precipitation. Two, agricultural droughts that affect crop production or the ecology of the range. This condition can also arise independently from any change in precipitation levels where soil conditions and erosion triggered by poorly planned agricultural endeavors cause a shortfall in water available to the crops. Third is the hydrological drought. This is brought about when the water reserves available in sources such as aquifers, lakes, and reservoirs fall below the statistical average. 
hydrological drought tends to show up more slowly because it involves stored water that is used but not replenished. In the case of environmental effects, lower surface and subterranean water levels, low flow levels, which can lead to a direct danger for amphibian life, increased pollution of surface water, the drying out of wetlands, more and larger fires, higher deflation intensity, loss of biodiversity, worse health of trees, and the appearance of pests and dendroid diseases. Economic losses include lower agriculture, forests, game and fish output, higher food production costs, lower energy production levels in hydroelectric plants, losses caused by depleted water tourism and transport revenue, and a disruption of water supplies for municipal economies. Social costs include the negative effect on the health of people directly exposed to a drought. It can produce excessive heat waves, possible limitation of water supplies, increased pollution levels, high food costs, and stress caused by failed harvests. There are five classifications to drought severity. The lowest is D0, which is abnormally dry. Possible impacts are short-term dryness, which slows planting and growth of crops or pastures. Next is D1, which is a moderate drought. There could be some damage to crops and pastures, streams, reservoirs, or wells running low, and voluntary water use restrictions are requested. Next is D2, which is a severe drought. Crops or pasture losses are likely, water shortages become common, and water restrictions are imposed. Next is D3, which is an extreme drought. Major crop and pasture losses, widespread water shortages or restrictions are implemented. And the worst is the D4, which is an exceptional drought. Exceptional and widespread crop and pasture losses, shortages of water in reservoirs, streams, and wells creating water emergencies. Whenever there is a drought in your area, then the possibility of outdoor water use restrictions may be implemented by state or local governments, depending on the severity of the drought. Bans may include watering lawns, washing cars, the filling of swimming pools, or hosing down pavement areas. These bans are put into place to preserve water for essential uses like drinking and flushing toilets, as well as firefighting. Remember, water is a valuable resource. Every living thing needs water to survive, and it should be used as efficiently as possible. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there you have the dry stuff of going on. I mean, we're dry here. So, Corey, why don't you give us an update on the drought? Okay, you ready? Okay. You ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. It probably won't rain, but it might. <laughs> That's it. Guys, we're dry. Yeah, getting dry. You know, I'm looking at the state of Missouri, and every bit of it is painted between abnormally dry and extreme drought. Now, there's one little 20-mile radius uh, circle, which is weird. <laughs> Makes me think their drought monitor went down in that area or something, you know. This is in the northeastern part of Taney County, the very northeast corner. Okay. About a 20-mile radius into uh, Ozark County and Douglas County. No drought. The only part in the state. The entire state of Missouri. The entire state of Missouri, <laughs> except for the northeastern corner of Taney County. Wow. And it just makes me think, uh, the guy who... Uh, Monitors the drought in that area. Must have called in sick that day or, or something. Well, at least, what is that, Ava? Ava's doing good. 
Apparently. <laughs> Ava Gainesville? Yeah. Right there. So, oh, sorry, uh, Gainesville. Yeah. But it's dry. And then, of course, this is this came out on the 4th of July. So I don't think it's going to get any better. No. I don't think there will be a uh, an area of Missouri without a drought come Thursday. Wow. It's, oh, yeah. It's Tuesday. They're going to re-up it again on it's Thursday. It's pretty dry, but boy, do we need rain. Now, in contrast to that, I'm going to take you right down I-44. Not going to stop you in Tulsa, but I'm going to stop you in Oklahoma City. Okay. Okay. Within the past six days, starting July 6th till now, well, today's the 11th, so five days, uh-huh. they've gotten between six and eight inches of rain in Oklahoma City. Whoa. But you have to think. Think about that. All that rain was forecast for us, and it got shifted. Yep. Of course, they're dry, too. They needed it. Oh, yeah. All the farms over there. The first part of July is off to a wet start for much of Oklahoma. Oklahoma City has received more rain this year than all of last year already. Oh, my gosh. But there's just a big swath of four to six, six to eight for Oklahoma City. I'm sure they probably had some flooding in Oklahoma City like Springfield did, I'm going to guess. Oh, my. Yes. But, in a week? Six to yeah. eight inches in a week? Yeah. Or five days, right. you said? Right, Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But, you know, Tulsa didn't get any of that. Miami didn't get any of that. But Western Oklahoma, and they're always dry, really dry all the time. They they got some much-needed rainfall. I'm glad somebody got it. I mean, oh, I'm no. glad, you know, it, at least it wasn't a bust so much that it didn't rain anywhere. Uh, right. It did rain, but yes. just not here. Yeah, I did notice those complexes. They just went west of us and just right down uh-huh. this the trajectory. Do you know who's probably not in a drought? Who's that? The Northeast U.S. Mm, no, uh, they they've had some troublesome uh, sky water. Yeah, that's the other thing. I was at New York's Hudson Valley got ten inches of rain. Ten inches. Ten of rain. inches of rain. It's one of those low pressure systems, <clears throat> not a nor- nor'easter, but it just went up there and just continually. Uh-huh. Vermont flooded. Uh, they've had over nine inches in Vermont, <clears throat> and a lot of the northeast is under f- flood warnings. They don't need that much. We need some of that. <laughs> correct. It's just hit and miss across the country. I mean, it's either too much yeah. or not enough. Yeah, and in two weeks, well, a week and a half, I'm headed to Sacramento, California, which is in the middle of California, and they've been under excessive heat warnings. Oh. I'm like, Well, they've been really? close to us, too. Well, yeah, yeah but that's... had them. But, but, yeah, but that's California. I mean... Yeah. How far is that from Death Valley? It's a pretty good drive, right? Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if you look, if you, if that's California, Sacramento is right in the middle. <laughs> yeah. I mean, from north-south. Gotcha. Now, before I went to San Diego, which is, you know, close to Mexico, but no, it it's cray, 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 cray up there. Oh, and speaking of— So we're of, probably going to have some tornadoes when you're gone, because that's the— That's what happens. Time, you flew out And you're going to be in the cave, and then I'm Sheriff's sure. not going to know what to do. <laughs> sure. No, I don't know. The, uh, the other thing— um, being inundated up there, they we were talking earlier about the the water temperatures. They have now figured out and measured the. They, they're saying the heat dome has made coastal waters on the Florida Keys so warm it's shocking, and they are measuring water temperatures ninety two to ninety six degrees. That's just crazy. Water temperatures. Normally when we look out there, it's what, you know, we say eighties and ooh, eighty eight degrees is getting warm. Shoot, they're well into the nineties now. That is ample, ample energy for hurricanes if they go in. Oh, there. absolutely. Oh my gosh. Now I don't know what it is out in the middle of the Gulf, but they're saying along the shoreline is insane. And the the last thing I've got is the uh, the world saw its hottest day on record ever on July 4th. And so I got this article up here. Uh, <clears throat> and they say it's it's a record that it'll be broken again and again and again. This, now, this is global. This is not just one area. Global temperature uh, was—oh, I hate it when they do that in, in Celsius. Uh, the, the old record— 
was August 13th, 2016. I remember 2016 was one of the hottest years on record. Uh-huh. Uh, their temperature at, at that point was 16.92 centigrade. Not sure what that is. But it's, it's like 60-something. Now, we're talking average temperature. We're not talking the hottest you know, on the planet. We're talking about the hottest global average. On July 4th, 2023, we got 17.18 degrees centigrade, which is 62.9. Of all the temperatures on that 24-hour period, however they do it, the average was 62.9. It's never been that warm before, ever. Right. Um, Here's a neat thing that just popped up on my phone. I think it listens to us. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, you have a, uh, a a marine heat wave that happens every September. That's what these hurricanes feed on, basically. It's it's a warmer ocean temperature. They call it a heat wave or yes. whatever. Yes. Well, take out the ocean warming since 1991. In 1991, the ocean started getting a little warmer every year, a little warmer every year. Not not a whole bunch every year, but since then, a- average. What is that? That's 30, yeah. Okay. So uh, you take out that new ocean warming. I'm trying to explain this. It's it's kind of difficult to, to comprehend. Take out that ocean warming that started in, in 1991, 32 years ago, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and... Uh, the ocean warming that they're forecasting in September during this hurricane peak hurricane season would be lower by 50%. So what I'm saying, this wave has doubled in size because of ocean warming that has, have, has occurred since 1991. Okay. So it's hard to comprehend, but I totally believe this because, you know, climate change, you know, it's about when it got really going. Yep. Ocean temperatures have been going up, and now the heat wave forecasted for this September has doubled in size. Wow. Yeah. And that's what feeds that energy, feeds those hurricanes. And that's where you get yeah. that's where you get the word that we didn't have, but I did not know in nineteen ninety one. Bombogenesis. Yeah, we did not know that I'd never heard that word until the two thousands. Right, right. So and then it would happen once a year, and we'd go, "Oh, that's a big thing!" And now we just expect it. Yeah, but then I started to think, well, maybe, maybe that was a La Nina thing, maybe because you know you're talking about all this El Nino popping up and how there wasn't going to be no hurricanes, but now there is. Right. So I'm just curious on if you'll see as rapid of strengthening as it. Now we already had a rapid strengthening storm this year, but it died off really quick, but it did rapidly. It, it, was, it tried. I think it was Brett. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's been a while since we've had a, an El Nino. Uh huh. So I'm just curious to see how this all transpired. It has. It, I, I forget. I, I cross references. I forget if 2016 was El Nino. I think it was. Yeah. It was seven years ago. We had three. Uh, uh, shoot, just, I'll have to We've been so stuck in La Nina lately, though, that, you know, we forget. Three years. Yeah. Three, yeah. three whole years it's been stuck in La Nina. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, yeah, I'm just afraid that's going to exacerbate the drought. Uh, that's what I'm afraid of. Maybe yeah. that's, you know, the effects we're already seeing from that. Maybe this is what's. Well, we didn't actually go into a El Nino phase until a month ago or so. I mean, not officially. I mean, we were right. under all an advisory or a what. We knew we're in an advisory now. Okay, well. uh, I just checked the. So I think we were under La Nina watch last time. Right. But so, but and then and then the ENSO, what they said uh, is going to slowly increase through winter of 2023-24. So that means it's here now, and it's just going to get stronger and stronger and yeah. stronger. Past few La Nina winters, we've had our bouts of cold. Mm-hmm. Past few winters, we've had some snow. I don't remember an El Nino winter. I don't. My brain doesn't go back to 2016. Yeah, well, I think before we were saying La Nina was a warmer winter. Well, that didn't prove because the past well, three years it's been stupid. We've had these stupid right, cold. but it goes back up to normal shortly after. It's not a long-lived yeah. cold. Except that 2020 thing that lasted. It seems like, like twenty. Seems like 2016 was one of those stretches where we 
had warm winter and no snow because my daughter was born in 2013. <coughs> okay. She had a snow in 2014, and that was it until she was about eight. Oh. Seven. So she didn't have any snows. She hadn't even seen snow until she was seven years old. So, so you we, know we had to have uh, El Nino at that point. We, it, it was, yeah, it was 70 <coughs> degree winters a lot and no snow. There were there were a few winners. We may have gotten some flakes, but no measurable snow. Okay, so these are the years that we had El Ninos. 2002, 2003, 2004 to 2005, 2006, 2007, 2009, 2010, 2014 through 2016, then 2018 to 2019, and at the beginning of 
Boy, that last sunset I I did on look at you being all technical. Springfield, yeah, up to three hundred forty-four likes on that one. That's crazy. Whoa, uh, people love your photos. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. and I I like your special dronography. Yeah, yeah that's a, that's an I got to get you one of these. Yeah. I didn't make it up. I found that online, but uh, oh, I okay. didn't have my name. To it. It. Okay, I got it. <laughs> I thought you made it that, up. That's for those of you that. Uh, like to take pictures with drones. You're a dronographer, I guess. I don't know. I have to look in the Oxford English Dictionary now. You know it's going to be in there. It, it's going to be in one of those new words that come out every year. Yeah. Dronography. <laughs> like selfie. You know, that was a big one. Yeah. Right. So, Well, keep doing it, man. I mean, yeah. it's, it's it's amazing up there. That's cool. Okay. That's all I that's, got. That's all you got? That's all I got. Well, I think it's time to get the last segment then. It's the weather word of the week. Now, I thought we had had this word before, but I, we didn't. I've checked the library. I've no, checked all of these. It's too easy to pronounce. Yeah. So, well, no, so, so, Corey, what is this week's Storm Dar Weather weather word of the week? Thermodynamics. Nice. Thermodynamics. So what exactly are thermodynamics? Well, according to this piece of paper ahead of me right here, it says, in broad terms, <laughs> thermodynamics deals with the transfer of energy from one place to another and from one form to another. Ooh. Important thermodynamic information includes lap, lapse rates, cape, uh, that's convective available potential energy, uh, changes in temperature and moisture with height and cap strength. Interesting. Yeah. So all those are in the thermodynamics field. And right. If you go to... Which comes into play during storm springs. Now. <laughs> now. <laughs> all the time, really. Yeah, it really does. But if you go to the SPC, which is spc.noaa.gov... And then you'll get to the homepage, click Mesoanalysis tab, and then you'll it'll bring, I mean, not that you might know what this is, but you bring up, it'll bring up a, an analysis map, and one of them is thermodynamics. And that's where Corey and me go, and we look and see, okay, what is the cape? What is the surface cape? How much energy is at the surface that we have that could possibly make poppers today? Or what's the lapse rates? Do we have, you know, a potential hail uh, you know, lifted indexes. We have all this stuff that has to do with supercell composite. No, what's well, it, what's that, it, that's it? in the composite though. That's no. not in thermo. What's the? Uh, that's not what I was thinking about. Uh, it's dynamics, but ah, uh, moving on. Well, I don't know what you. <laughs> I could call it up, but I know what I'm talking about, but I can't get the words out. Oh. You ever have that problem? All the time. <laughs> yeah, I did four tours today. I'm kind of. Oh, you're you're kind of being at this point. Yeah, I, I start talking to Gary and I just kind of stop because like I don't know where the word is. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, okay, I don't know. Wow, yeah, we covered a lot. I mean, shoo, thermodynamic. We're going to be checking those thermodynamics tomorrow. I mean, you can definitely tell where the cap is. There's a blue shading if you get to Cape. Uh, yeah, let's let's see what the day one is going to come out. I mean, by the time most people listen to this, will be Wednesday anyway. I think it'll be the same. You don't think they're going to? Because they, they had that 2% tornado dip down right to Branson. Yeah. I'm like, I don't get it. And it, we could be back in March tomorrow. I mean, it's like. I don't know that we'll have a 2% tornado in this thing. I don't either. The wind shear is not that strong. No. You know, I, I the only thing I think is like I was saying in, in the A block is like there's so much heat, there's so much moisture that if one of these things can really get smacking up there, it could turn severe. There could be hailers. What what did the weather service say? Damaging uh, wind gusts up to seventy. To seventy. Uh hail up to half dollar. Fifty cent. What do I hear? Oh, that's my air conditioner. Oh, I thought yeah. there was a jet engine guy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, and, it's always uh, noisy. I can ride Of course, you got your locally heavy rainfall, which, you know. Now, that makes more sense because if the, there's so much moisture, there, and all of a sudden, it could just dump like it did in Galloway. I mean, right. if I, we don't need, you know, I keep saying Mother Nature, we don't need it all at once. Just kind of <sighs> spread it out a little bit, you know. Yeah, I know. 
Oh, gosh. So, Corey and I both will be watching that. You work tomorrow, right? Are you in the cave uh, tomorrow? I, I am, yes. Okay. So, he's he's in the cave. I, I will be here all day But I don't work the this? next day, so I could stay up late if I had to. If I, oh, if that's good. If come through late. Oh, well, yeah, that's overnight. Yay. Yeah. yeah. Super, huh? Yeah. Now, we do have a... No, we did. We don't anymore. We had a little bit of chance in the afternoon, like 20% uh, yeah. all day today for tomorrow, and then it's gone. And now it's gone. It's just hot. And humid. Probably, it probably depends how hard I hit the app icon. <laughs> so what the percentage is going to be yeah. on here? And, um, yeah. You're right because you hit it just like a millimeter to one way. It's like yeah. oh, forty percent. Oh, you know, man, it's going to you know Galloway. You know, eighty <laughs> percent. Here we go. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be hot though. I you know and I again I keep I keep saying there's so much energy going to be you know if 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 there's a cap if one of those things can break through bam it's just gonna there and there's no way to predict it so right when does the heat advisory go in to effect noon noon through seven. seven goes yeah through seven o'clock okay well I mean the 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 low tomorrow night is only seventy four yeah that tells me there's lots of moisture right. Yeah, it's summer in the Ozarks. Welcome to what summer. Do? Welcome to the throes of summer. Nice way to wrap up the podcast. There. <laughs> yep. I don't know. Well, I think that's we keep our fingers crossed for rain. Got anything else? Nope. Okay. Well, let's wrap this thing up then. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like and follow our page, and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have us show up in your newsfeed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website, really good for this stormy weather season, at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast. Podcast.